Hey, what's going on? This is Brandon. Hey, this is Dave. This is Joshua. Hey, this is Noah Segan from Blood Relatives, and you are now tuned in to PVD Horror. You are now tuned in to PVD Horror. Pretty. All of you are very pretty. <laughs> Please love I love you. Hey, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. We are here with our special guest, Noah Segan. You guys probably recognize this face. Um, I know when I heard the name and saw the face, I was like, I've seen this guy in every single movie, it feels like. Uh, So actor, director, producer, writer, uh, Cabin Fever 2, Dead Girl, Follow... And now we're here talking about blood relatives. So Noah, thank you so much for coming on. Only that last one, I did all those jobs on the the other ones. The the other movies, they were smart enough. They just just made me act. <laughs> it was smart enough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, you know, I I knew you've been around for a while, but I didn't realize that you've actually been acting since like 1983. No, I was born in 1983, but I mean, I, I was probably pretty dramatic. Uh, there was a credit well. that was like super early on maybe i got the year wrong were you in like an early credit well yeah when i when i was a, a real little kid uh i i grew up in new york and i grew up kind of in you know an artistic family and i was not uh uh how do i put it i was it was it was not going to really work out if they like put me on the soccer team or you know the chess club uh uh so they they had me uh, you know, doing performing arts when I was a little kid, which, you know, in New York, I was lucky. I got to be on sets and stuff and do, um, you know, commercials and, and I did, uh, some TV shows and stuff, but, but it was always sort of an after school kind of very, um, uh, relaxed, uh, sort of environment. I, I didn't really, uh, ascend to any kind of, of, of well-known position as a little kid, but it did kind of plant the seed, for what mm-hmm. I do now, which is just, you know, wanting to, wanting to be on sets and, and make stuff. Yeah. And I just wanted to kind of point out like a lot of your roles. Um, sometimes you're, you're kind of like a, a, a character in the story, like more of like a side character, but there's a few stories where you're really prominent and I've actually been a big fan of yours for a while. And one of those I want to mention, cause it's so underrated is follow which I was able to watch on shutter, but it's basically just you most of the film and you are really captivating in that role. And then, like, I love Cabin Fever, too. I know it's, like, mm-hmm. not the most popular, cab- like, uh, film, but I, I just, I think it's super underrated. And Dead Girl is another one that's criminally not talked about. Um, you know, so just, like, this career has been, what's this been like, being in the horror genre and doing all these films for so long? You know, um, it's been, it's been exactly what I probably dreamed of when I was a little kid. I mean, I've always loved genre movies. I've always loved horror movies. And, um, you know, it's a community present company included. That's very generous. It's very welcoming. Um, you know, people give each other the benefit of the doubt. And I think that when I was kind of coming up and, you know, I had done my first movie was this movie brick, which, you know, is a genre movie, not a horror movie, but it's a genre film. And it kind of made me feel like, uh, you know, genre films 
were legit, which, you know, now we all know are, and I think a lot of people did, but when you're a kid and, you know, and you're, and you're first starting out and you're nervous, you're sort of like, well, what am I going to do? How am I going to get a gig? How am I going to pay my rent? Does it really matter what, what kind of gigs I do? What would I really want to do? Well, I'd want to do genre movies. And so I, I really got very lucky that early on, I had these experiences like brick dead girl, you know, that allowed me to kind of embrace the, the movies that I love. Yeah. You know, so now I was saying, talking about the movies that you love, how did it feel seeing your film on the cover of the October issue of Fangoria? Man, it was uh, it was a real uh, mind blowing experience mm-hmm. uh, to, um, you know, it's funny because I'm friendly with Phil, uh, who is the editor in chief Fangoria. And he had said, listen, you know, we want to do a piece on the movie. You know, he's, he's, he's got a lot of integrity, but he still was like, listen, you know, it's a Shutter movie. We like Shutter, yep. like you, you know, we like what's going on here. I think, I think we want to do something for the film. And he called me, you know, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, before the, the, before I think he'd even put anything together. And he said, you know, I want to talk to you about, uh, about the main cover of the, the, the magazine. You know, we, we have a cover put together. And, uh, and you know, you're not, you're not the main thing on the cover. And I was like, what do you mean? I'm not the main thing on the cover. And he says, well, you know, we got pinhead. Yeah. And I said, well, yeah, of course I'm not the main thing on the cover. What do you mean? You saying I'm on the cover? He said, well, you know, you're on the cover. Jamie Lee Curtis is on the cover. I thought that was a good, you know, connection. Cause you guys are friendly. You guys did, did, uh, uh, knives out together. And I'm thinking to myself, holy shit i'm on the i'm in the i'm on the film reel with the and this guy was like trying to downplay it he was trying to be like humble about it meanwhile i'm on the corner like flipping my shit over uh 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 being being on uh, on the cover of fangoria with with pinhead you know with laurie strode you know it 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 really is a dream come true yeah congratulations on that man that was a you know because when it comes to like when we have guests on and they're on fangoria it's like to us that's like you made it you know because it's like that's our everyday magazines it is like that you know as a as through our fans yeah so um i usually ask our guests what are some of their favorite horror films but since you're portraying a vampire in this project what are some of your favorite vampire films wow well you know um I feel uh, like my answers are usually very pretentious because I'm a, I'm a, but I feel like I'm amongst friends. I can, I can speak freely. Um, You know, Martin was a big inspiration, George Romero's Martin, which is not an easy film to see, but Mm -hmm. I commend anybody who does see it. I think it's a very impactful, very special movie. Um, Ganja and Hess was a huge inspiration. I love that movie very, very much. And, and, you know, there's, themes that I definitely tried to pick up from Ganja and Hess onto into into Blood Relatives. Um <clears throat> you know, Trouble Every Day, which a lot of people don't think of as a vampire movie. I think of it as a vampire movie. Uh Near Dark aesthetically yep. had a big influence. Um you know I could keep going the addiction, great New York, mm-hmm. my guy Abel. Yep. Um <laughs> a Habit, another great New York uh uh, vampire movie. Um, you know, I, I, I like all the ones that are about vampirism and something else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it sounds like you're actually like, you like vampire movies from what I'm hearing. Like you just yeah. listed off way more than most people could list of vampire exactly. films. 
Well, uh, definitely, at least I listed off some some really nerdy, esoteric ones. Yeah, uh, there yeah. were some good picks. You know, at least well, if Josh was here, he would have been saying, how come you didn't put Twilight on there? <laughs> or, uh, he would have said, no shame start- to, to Twilight, guys. Oh, no, yeah, on. there's a lot yeah. of Twilight fans, but he, he puts it up there as a, as a big vampire. He would have film. said Sharkula. So that oh, was because yeah. he loves shark movies. Well, I've got to admit, I mean, <laughs> a big inspiration on this movie, I said, you know, it's like I could say, oh, Martin Ganjan has these like artistic, really important movies that are, you know, mm-hmm. guys, I watched Dracula Dead and Loving It a ton <laughs> before <laughs> making this movie. What are you talking yeah. about? Of course. Absolutely. So, um, no, can you go ahead and just give our listeners a, I guess, spoiler free synopsis of Blood Relatives? Sure. Blood Relatives is a uh, vampire father-daughter road trip, you know, comedy. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, At least I think it's funny. (laughs) That's a dangerous thing to say. Um, But, you know, it's a it's a uh, it's. It's not a gory film, guys. You know, it's something that I think that a lot of people could share. It's something I, I I would love to see shared between you know younger people older people kids you know nieces nephews that kind of thing i think um you know those are the movies that i love i love movies that made me feel a little bit uh grown up when i was a kid and now as an adult they make me feel a little bit comforted you know whether it's your ghostbusters or gremlins or stand by me or um you know uh 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 you know, Temple of Doom, not that my movie holds a candle to those, but just sort of in my heart, you know, I, I, uh, I really like that kind of energy. So it's, it's hopefully that kind of movie. Yeah. Can you tell the people that are watching this on YouTube, how the vehicle behind you plays a role in the film? (laughs) So, uh, this is an actual, it's not a a green screen, right? This is, this is a 1969 Barracuda fastback that uh, has been in my family for many years. My, 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 my chosen family. Uh, it belonged to a mentor of mine um, who uh, recently passed away, unfortunately, but, but before passing away, Tom Richmond, great cinematographer, shot Chopping Mall, shot Alex Cox movies, shot uh, uh, the Jeremy video for Pearl Jam, shot, wow. I'm gonna get you sucker shot everything. <laughs> this guy was everywhere wow. and, um, and beloved, uh, uh, he moved to New York in retirement to, to teach, gave back a lot, taught at NYU and college kids. Anyway, he drove this car and, um, before he left town about a decade ago, he, he gave it to me and, and, uh, and handed me the pink slip said, you know, keep it in good shape. So it's been part of my family, um, for many years and, uh, it's one of the stars of my movie. Yeah. That's so cool that I mean, uh, thank you for just filming this with the car in the background, because this is cool watching the film and now just seeing in the back and hearing it's actually your car. So that's pretty amazing. And all the history behind it. So it's, you know, that's that's awesome. But how was it being able to write, direct and star in this project? It was the easiest thing I've ever done in my entire life. Um, I would say, oh, yeah, it was it was every day was easy. You know, I got lots of sleep, um, <laughs> uh, always had time to pee. You know what I mean? Of course. Um, All your bodily functions, right? <laughs> uh, it was very chill, very chill. Um, no, you know, it, 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 obviously it's a, you know, it's a challenge making any movies, a challenge being any, any buddy on a movie set is challenging, right? Like every single person is working their asses off. Every single person on a movie like this is also doing five jobs. 
Yeah. Right. So, you know, you got a producer who's also being a, a, a DIT being the guy who unloads the, 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 the memory cards from the camera onto the hard drive, but he's also the producer of the movie. You've got an actor who's also running the entire kind of actor department. You know, she's a producer now as well. I mean, that's just the way that it works is, is everybody picks up the slack. So, you know, I was lucky that, that it felt like the reason a lot of people showed up was because they liked the script and, um, and that could kind of be the unifying factor. And so, you know, when I had to do these other jobs and, and direct on set or act on set, it felt like we always were kind of unified by having a screenplay. We all, I don't know if they liked it. They at least agreed on it. They at least agreed to be there. <laughs> yeah. So um, I've read reviews of people comparing this film to the 1973 film Paper Moon with, like you said, a mix of uh, Near uh, Dark. How do you feel about that? And what inspired you to create this film? Well, I think, I mean, Paper Moon is, uh, if not my favorite movie, one of my favorite movies. And, you know, I believe that uh, one of the most important things in filmmaking is stealing from better movies. And I stole as much as I could from Paper Moon. So I will take that comparison um, and I will take the, comparison alongside with near dark which is another masterpiece i mentioned and, and a huge inspiration for this movie um as well so you know i i um i i'm i'm grateful to be yeah. in that conversation you know um uh you know i i was inspired to write it because i became a father mm-hmm. and um you know i used to stay up late driving around an old muscle car, you know, smoking cigarettes, listening to music, thinking I was a real cool guy going to film festivals. And then I was up in the middle of the night with a baby instead, you know, that was, so I had these sort of two vampire experiences that were at odds, but they weren't at odds. They were my life. It was just my life changing. It was just, you know, going from one path to another. And, um, I want to talk about that. I want to talk about what that journey was like. Yeah. So, that kind of go- answers what I was going to ask you about, um, like the family dynamics in the film. So it, it feels like you're telling the story. And I, as I'm watching it, I can't help but get the sense that maybe you're sending a message or you're telling some a personal story even. And, you know, I was just curious if you would elaborate on that, if there was any of that. Well, you know, my kids are little, so, uh, you know, I, I, hopefully my kids are as smart as the kid in this movie. <laughs> um, and, <sighs> And as and as kind and generous and funny and 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 smart as 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 Vic is um, to portray that, you know. Um, but I think a lot of this was obviously, as I said, sort of dealing with what I was going through. But it's also, you know, when you have kids, you start looking back on the last whatever 10, 20, 30, however old you are, many years, mm-hmm. and I wanted to have a conversation with myself when I was like a 15 year old punk. You know what I mean? Like I wanted to be able to have that conversation. So, so in a lot of ways, even though this is about me becoming a dad, it's also about me sort of looking back at this kid who is also me and going, what the fuck were you thinking? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And my son's 15 now and my daughter's 11. And so it's like, the same. oh, you're right. You're right there. Yeah. I'm going through the same thing now. <laughs> I'm saying, like, Will you oh. show them the movie. Yeah. Uh, so um, that was the main thing, too, because um, they're big fans of Victoria from 
back in the day watching her on the show Live and Maddie when they were younger. So when I had showed them that they wanted it, it was like, oh, that's so cool. She's in it. So um, and I noticed that she just recently won like the Image Award for Best Actress for her role in Plan B. What was it like being able to um, work with Victoria on this film? It, it was uh, it, it was the it was one of the biggest first surprises was her interest in it to begin with because um, uh, when Josh Rubin and I started working together on this and Josh is a great filmmaker in his own right very kind generous dude um, you know he came on to produce this movie and and we started talking about who we were going to cast mm-hmm. to play the daughter and um, uh the first thing he said was, you know, you're going to think I'm crazy, but I, I worked one night on my friend's movie, this movie plan B. And I think that one of these main actors in plan B is, is your person. And I was like, yeah, but you worked there for one night, dude. What are you talking about? I said, no, no, I think she's got your sense of humor. I think she's like really got her shit together. I think it's like, just, can we just send her the script? She probably won't even do it. She's so busy, you know? And I was like, yeah, yeah, all right. I've been there. I've been there. Cool. Let's send her the script. Well, <clears throat> excuse me, she uh, she read it and she was willing to get on the phone with me and, and a Zoom and you know, it was deep pandemic. So mm. it was like being pen pals to begin with. But um, he was absolutely right. And thankfully, she she was game to do it. And, um, you know, it was two days before we shot the movie that we actually met for the first time in person. Oh, uh, so that that must be an interesting thing, like kind of going in, not knowing what the chemistry is going to be like and mm-hmm. like how we're we're going to like play off of each other. Is that kind of like nerve wracking? It's incredibly nerve wracking. Yeah. But at the same time, I think, you know, part of what. Um, I think part of what makes people who make movies so special is that there's not really a learning curve, right? Like the audience doesn't know the first day that you shot the movie because you don't ever really shoot a movie in sequence. Mm -hmm. So that means that everybody, the cast, the crew, everybody has to show up on day one just as good as they're going to be on day 10 or day 20 or whatever it is moving forward, right? So there's a certain level of kind of expectation and professionalism that you just got to hit the ground running. And luckily, Vic, uh, subscribes to that philosophy but um she also i think understood her position as sort of this leader this this you know authority figure so to speak and was very gracious as a result and would rehearse and would show up early and leave late and do all these things that really kind of proved to the rest of us like this is the person we have to follow this is the example here mm-hmm. oh, that's cool just having someone on your team like that you know so that makes everything much easier it sure does. It sure does. No, it would, it would uh, not happen without her. Yeah. So, you know, Francis and Jane are two great characters. Do you have any plans of bringing them back to the screen? Well, um, you know, I can't really take, uh, uh, it's not really my, my, my call. I mean, um, you know, we have an incredible team at Shutter. They've been very, very, very generous, very supportive, specifically my old friend, a great friend of the genre community, Sam Zimmerman. Yep. You know, he's he's our single card executive producer up there. Uh, he really made this happen and and um and he's incredibly supportive. So I think it's it's 
it's probably a good idea for me to give out his home number address. <laughs> and I think, you know, he's just, he's so supportive that I think whoever's watching this should just reach right out to him yeah. mm-hmm. and let him know, you know, let's make more of these movies. And, and yeah. I think he'll be super happy. I think especially, you know, I don't know if he stays up late. Let's just assume he does uh, middle of the night. I'm sure he won't mind or his wife won't mind. You know, they're, they're cool. They're cool. Just, you know, just show up, just try the door. It's probably open. He's cool. like that. Yeah. Cause I've seen like people, some people say, Hey, like this can be like a TV series, you know, just with everything. Yeah. With totally. Good. So definitely, well, uh, definitely want to see. I appreciate that. I just, I just want to, you know, Nobody ever turned anything off when they were like having a good time and smiling at it. You know what I mean? Like of all the reasons I've turned off a fucking movie, I've turned off a movie for a thousand reasons. I don't think I've ever turned it off because I'm like, this is great. I'm really smiling here. Um, So if we can do that, if we could keep doing that for people, I mean, shit, what else you want to do? The world's hard enough. Let's, let's do something nice. Let's let's, let's make some fun, spooky, silly shit for people. Come on. Yeah. I mean, and this is coming out like, I mean, it's on Shutter now, so people can check this out literally right after watching this. But please finish this. Um, and it's like perfect timing because it's coming out at like Thanksgiving, which is a time all about family dynamics and, you know, fucked up families. So what better way to celebrate than to watch this movie about, you know, a father daughter relationship and all the weird stuff that goes on that road trip? You might call it Thanksgiving. Sad <laughs> <That> joke. <laughs> Good night, folks. We're done here. <laughs> hey, oh, perfect timing. That was awesome. <laughs> uh, no, um, I know we're just, you know, we're talking about blood relatives, and, you know, I definitely want people to check this out. But um, do you have anything else in store or coming down the road that you want to share with people? You know, I, um, I, I, I've, I've worked for many years, uh, with, uh, with my buddy, Ryan Johnson and that crew of people, you know, same producer, cameraman, composer, we got a little team together. That's, that's pretty tight. And, uh, they made a new movie called glass onion. That's also out this week. Um, it's a sequel to knives out same, uh, detective Benoit Blanc, uh, played by Daniel Craig. And, um, and uh, I have a, I have a role in that. It's a little bit different than Uh-oh. the last one, so you should check that out. And otherwise, you know, we're just trying to to cook up the next uh, next movie for you. We're trying to keep the the, the gang together, you know. Mm. Perfect. That's awesome. I didn't realize that movie was coming out this weekend too. So that's it comes out in theaters this weekend, and then it'll be um uh you know uh, on uh, uh, Netflix streaming on Christmas. Oh, okay. You're all about holidays, huh? Uh, busy you man. know, got to keep the people together. Keep the, you know, give, give, give people a nice holiday time. Right. You know. Yes. So check out Blood Relatives streaming on Shutter currently. And also, it, you know, Christmas, check out the new film, but also take a deep dive. Go check out the movie Follow. I'm telling you guys, you won't be disappointed. It's a Christmas film. There's Christmas lights in that film. So it is a Christmas film. <laughs> <laughs> there you go you said it i didn't i'm not getting into that that's one argument i don't like to wade into what's a christmas movie you end up getting christmas some real, Watch get some real uh, uh passionate responses <laughs> well, well do you consider die hard a christmas movie <laughs> you know uh i do there you go I do. I do consider it a christmas movie but you know i am but a humble audience member i have no yeah. no skin in that game that's the biggest uh, christmas but, argument yeah, playing it safe. I like that. 
All right. Well, Noah, thank you so much, man, for coming. Oh, thank you, guys. No, you're super busy, but we really appreciate your time. And this one is really awesome. Thank you. I appreciate you guys. And and I hope you all have a uh, lovely Thanksgiving. You too, man. You too. Yeah. All right. All right. Thank you. Everyone have a great night. You too. Be good, guys. Over, you lose.